0: I, I think I'm in the total cover your bases part of uh, what all the zodiac and astrologers are warning. <laughs> you know, we've also They're all done- the planets are in retrograde. <laughs> six of them. <laughs> six of them. It, we also haven't done this since July 3rd, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's been it was. eclipses and sacrifices
1: and I. Your what? hair got longer. Damn, I my hair know. is
0: amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I was telling you like last week that I feel like us taking this hiatus. I feel like when John Oliver goes off air and like a million things happen in the political spectrum. Right. He comes back and he's like, what I miss. <laughs> like, yep.
0: It's
1: been a lot that's been going down. Stuff has um, been
0: wild since uh, we've decided to not talk about the service industry for a few months, you know. <laughs> but speaking of, welcome to Sidework Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. And I'm your other host,
1: Andrea Wallace. Oh, what did we miss? Oh, what did we miss, guys? What did we miss? Uh, I don't know. We've also barely seen each other this summer, which is, yeah. you know, not not by choice.
0: It's just how our life has been. You traveled. I traveled. Y'all. We all traveled. Uh, Mommy got her wish come true of working full time again, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. been it's been great, you know, but the cool thing is uh, I quickly figured out that there's absolutely time to podcast among the job. And so I come back feeling like refreshed and certain, you know, that I can do it all. At first, it was a little busy and felt a little crazy because this girl was not used to going to like work five days a week and leaving the house. Uh That was nuts. (laughs) Uh that's hard. (laughs) That's really hard. Yeah, it
1: is. But once you get into the rhythm of it, you learn to like appreciate it like once you're there. I mean, it's just the same. Oh, I loved it.
0: And the whole world has, right? Totally. And like, and here we are today's September 14th. So on and so forth. I, since yesterday, I've been feeling really weeded energy. Like, like the energy (laughs) has just been straight up.
1: Uh nuts, fucking nuts. Can we talk about my morning yesterday? Let's. Okay, I get up. It's my it was my sister's birthday, so happy birthday, Raina. But also my it was my 1-year anniversary of having a Peloton, so I was like, I'm going to do a fucking 45-minute boot camp cuz like I did it and I did like 280 workouts in a year, which I'm very proud of myself, you know. And like so I get on the bike and I'm doing it and then I get off and I look over and Indiana, my 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 dog son I'm like, what are you chewing on, bro? He's a garbage dog. Everybody knows it. Um, And he has gotten into a CBD tincture. That's like a 30 to 1 CBD tincture. And he's gotten the lid off. And that's like, chill. Half, half the oil is gone. Uh-oh. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. All right. Okay. So I'm going to like put a bunch of like regular CBD on his breakfast. So it'll like counter any THC, which, you know, you know, from working on the Weed Show that you work. on. So wait, on, that if is you he OD- still asleep? No, he's not asleep. Okay. This was yesterday, but like because CBD will like mellow out any mm-hmm. THC. Mm-hmm. Like if you OD on THC, fun fact, like hot tip, guys, like you know that's 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 what you can do if you OD on THC is take pure pure CBD, CBD and, and, and back it'll, that it'll, bitch off. It'll mellow it out. Um, so I was like, that was my thought, uh, you know, train to get him to to like ride just a little baby snake, not a big snake, not a like, I'm going to trip balls, you know, uh, being a 25 pound dog. Um, so I get him situated and he's eating and I'm like, okay, I have to get ready for work now. Brian's like on his way home and he's going to be alone for like 30 minutes. And then I go to leave and I turn into my kitchen Uh, And the entire kitchen floor is flooded. This all happens within like 35 minutes, right, of each other. Um, We got a brand new refrigerator and Brian had been like working with the water line, turning it off and on, and it wasn't working at all. And in all the back and forth, he forgot to totally turn it off in the attic. And at that very specific time, it just decided to start working again. And I turned the corner and there was like an inch of water all over the kitchen floor. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I was like, cool, cool. I was like, I have to leave for work 10 minutes ago. My dog's high as fuck. My kitchen's flooded. Like Yeah, it was a very weeded energy to say the least. Yeah,
0: you you sent that email and then I was like, way to fucking pass the contagion because everyone else was like, no, my day's fine so far. And then I was just like, oh shit. And then I like headed off to (laughs) a very haphazard in-person audition. (laughs) You guys, it's September here, which means you start auditioning for Christmas shit because they got to get a jump on it. And like, not only if we been in a heat wave even though that that's backed off it was still 90 degrees yesterday and I had to come in for a Ross dress for last commercial dressed in winter apparel
1: oh yeah for sure I have a friend who shot a Dairy Queen commercial in the spring that's now (sighs) airing and had to wear park like fall clothes and you know Oh, it's yeah. like 400 bites of Blizzard, which is a hilarious story. <laughs>
0: Ooh, very fun. Hope they were not lactose intolerant because some people will override their, their, um you know, dietary restrictions just to book a job, but then have no idea that you <laughs> might have to take 400 Yikes. bites of said thing that right, right. you don't tolerate. And so it's like. We learned that in acting classes, like, it's not worth it. It's not two bites. It's never going to be two bites of yogurt. It's going to be 400 bites of yogurt. (laughs) And if you are lactose intolerant, you're going to the hospital, you dummy. Mm -hmm. Anyways, this was a situation where not only did my... I mean, I knew where I was going, but I was like, here we go. My GPS was like, not computing. And, you know, then I get in. It's a shit show. It's backlogged. I'm a little late, but apparently everyone was late then they do this thing where they bring every dumb actor into the room at once to do an explanation because this was a situation where they gave you they were just like please wear winter apparel and be this size which is already kind of gross I've never Mm -hmm. walked into one of those there was like I was like it's got to be some sort of holiday something right (laughs) and so then the the session runner is pissed because it's like up to him to describe exactly what he wants everyone to do. There's a table of props. It's confusing. He's not clearly saying who's playing what part. We're all like, what? We're all sweating. There's too many of us, whatever. And then we get called in right away. And it was a situation where he starts rolling the camera. The scene partner I'm with fucks up. And then I'm just trying to be supportive, so support him. And then he like slams pause. And he's just like cuts the music because we were like dancing like not dancing but like shopping to an usher song now i'm giving away all your dumb secrets ross dress for last <laughs> but he like stops and he puts his head down and won't look at us and he's like were you guys in the explanation yes or no and we were Whoa. like wow what the fuck he, yeah pretty much like you stupid fucking idiots you know, sort of thing. That's and some that, hot
1: chef energy. That's, oh,
0: <laughs> I was That's truly like ass energy. I was like, did I just trade the service industry for now session runner <laughs> slash sous chef? Fucking bullshit energy. Were you guys energy? not at the pre-ship when I described today's specials? <laughs> I mean, I was waiting for my scene partner to go, yes, chef, you know, and, but it, and he was so, he was a really nervous dude, too. He goes, yeah, bro bro, yes, I hear I hear you, man, I'm sorry, I hear you, and I will correct it. And I was just like, it's, come on, calm down, whatever. Anyways, and then I had another friend who was there, and I bumped into her after she came out, and I was like, hey, how was it? She's like, he asked me if I was okay. Like, me- <laughs> are you mentally okay? So he was on one. Yeah, I don't know. So then- Well, that guy was really
1: feeling all the retrogrades. All brains. of it.
0: But all I was just like braids,
1: fucking for toothless,
0: sure. toothless sous chef energy all day. Baby. Speaking of speaking of
1: like back of house energy, uh, when we wrapped for the summer, um, I was like, there's this new show called The Bear. And I, I know it. I was like, that and happened that we stopped. then, like, like, like fucking line chefs have had like the summer of love. Carmi is like, everybody's like, like everybody wants to get down on it. So there's this been this renaissance of uh
0: line chefs like being sexy. Was, well, was- I I appeared on uh Dan Adeuce's podcast Green Eggs and Dan and he he's more like you know, he's stodged at the Spotted Pig in New York City. He's not really been a server or necessarily a full on cook, but he's big food knowledgeable. We love him. He's going to come on and he's going to he was like, oh, I'd love to come on your podcast and tell you all the reasons servers are lame. And I'm like, yeah, let's Whoa, do that. Okay. No, I mean, he was now he was he was fucking with me. Um, But. And he'd still be a great guest, but he's like, so it's like, was this like real? I'm like, no, Carmi was actually too nice and not reflective of the fucking hot headed psychos we work with. Like Mm -hmm. he actually had like if he had personal problems, he was going to groups. He was taking it out on his own accord and just like dealing with his anger appropriately. I was like, that was a fictionalized version of a hotline chef. Yeah, but it was still—it was still like it was. Everyone had PTSD watching it. It was still very, very honest. What I would like to say is like he got portrayed as as about as level-headed as they come.
1: No, no, for sure, for sure. I just love that it like opened the door to oh, like yeah. oh, these these guys are fuckable. You know? Oh what I mean? no! It it was like
0: the, it was the summer of Carmi and Eddie mm-hmm. Munson. Are you kidding ah! me? Eddie Munson. Oh, sure. Stranger things. Eddie <laughs> Munson all day.
1: <laughs> um, but you know, season two of the bear will be really interesting because there's definitely going to be a front of house situation. I would assume so if they're opening up something fancy, but I guess we'll just wait and see what they have in store for
0: us. Uh, yeah. But that was it. I couldn't believe that the minute we're like, let's shut it down for a little bit. And then the bear comes on TV. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. It?
1: It's summer. Go have a summer. Sometimes we need to have summers. Um but one thing we can jump back into, which we haven't done in a minute, is some server.
0: Submitted. A story. Stories. You know what's so funny? is usually we have it in reverse. We usually go headlines and events, but today's going to be a headlines-only catch-up show. Right.
1: I I I did the old
0: switcheroo. I was like, did we forget how to do the show? Okay. All right. Let's jump in. Andrea, you're first.
1: All right. I'm jumping in. I also have to keep time, so that's why I'm a little (laughs) lagging because Brian's not here. And it's been a minute since I've had to multitask, so here we go. All right. Hi, ladies. Uh, You're whimpering. Wow. Wow. About no server submitted stories has guilted me into writing. I apparently wish to keep whining, Brooke. Um, it works. Whimpering works. Uh, I was in retail, and this story is really old back before there was Sunday shopping. I worked in a bookstore, and this happened on the Saturday before Christmas. Christmas was on the following Monday. We were slammed. There were two caches or registers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was manning one and the manager was at the other and they were side by side. And there were long, long, long lines at the checkout. And this woman who was next slapped two bucks on the counter. I rang them up and she said, that will be whatever amount, please. And then she grunted mm, and took a couple of twenties out of her purse and slammed them on the counter. Oh boy. I thanked her and I rang her purchases through. I counted back her change and she grunted "Mm," (laughs) in response. She stuffed the change in a pocket and grabbed her books and turned to leave. At that point, my brain screamed and out of my mouth without consent came a very polite. It was lovely speaking with you. (laughs) I saw my manager quickly throw his pen on the floor and then realized that his shoulders were shaking with laughter as he crouched behind the counter. He composed himself and stood up to continue serving customers. And when the crowd cleared out, he turned to me and said, you know, you could be fired for that, but thanks for the laugh. <laughs> Keep up the fun podcast. And that is from Judy Gorman. Oh. You, get, you get five for that one. <laughs> Christmas shopping grunts. I, I get it. You know, she wasn't terribly rude. Just not personal. <laughs>
0: personable (laughs) Mm. (laughs) many things she was not you know yeah maybe coming out for a few christmas gifts one time a year was her socialization and so she's you know it's very socialized yeah yeah absolutely uh i do love stories like
1: that i more retail stories too guys i mean you know we've been you know, getting our brains brewing, thinking of new episodes to bring out you guys since our break, since we got fresh eyes on stuff. Retail, we're going to get into like, you know, the salon industry, the spa industry. Um, Any stories like that. Finally going to get flight attendants on here. Flight attendants. um, Anything like that, just send them our way. I'm plugging between the two stories so you guys are forced to hear our cry um, for help. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. But like, feel free to uh, open it up to your version of service you know i think we're open and very interested also another fun shout out anyone want to be and this is dead serious anyone want to help us on a very small uh level uh be a bit of a social media uh manager sort of let's let's talk let's figure it out do you are you better at it than we are chances (laughs) are yes um Come join our team. Uh, I can guarantee a free t-shirt and possibly $20. But no, for real. We'll talk about it. Let's build an empire. We're back, baby. This one's a doozy. All right. Next story. Hi there. I'm a big fan of your podcast. Wanted to share a story of mine. I know y'all are taking a break from new episodes for the summer, but hopefully you can save this to share later if you'd like. And you know what? We like I've worked at a busy Southern Brunch restaurant in a college town for a little over a year now. So we're attached to a boutique inn and open from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. This was my first job in the food service industry, so I started as a food runner. And after about three months, I began to pivot to serving. There was one Sunday brunch food running shift I worked right around the time when I was starting to pick up serving shifts. This was Sunday brunch, which he's saying is our busiest and most important shift of the week, which can sometimes bring a frustratingly funny heap of chaos for the exhausted staff. So after three months of working so closely with our kitchen, which is located beneath the restaurant, barf, I learned a lot. Some examples being a plethora of brunch food vocabulary in Espanol. Also, how agonizingly long it takes to fry chicken, <laughs> and the choking, coughing pain of being in a kitchen as the chef prepares her habanero hot sauce. Whoa, <laughs> that's like living inside the the sriracha factory. Ooh. Anyways, Ooh. so at our restaurant, we also make our own house Bloody Mary mix, which we use to store, which we used to store in those classic thirty-two ounce cylindrical food storage tubs. So delis, right? One of our menu items is a Bloody Mary that comes with a strip of bacon and two grilled shrimp. As a food runner, I was often running, oh God, a side plate with two shrimp and a strip of bacon upstairs to the bar so the bartenders could finish preparing this mic drop Bloody Mary. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I would go ahead and run the drink to its table on my way back to the kitchen if it was ready fast enough. So this one Sunday brunch shift, we had a newer employee of ours bartending. He'd started out as a server, but wasn't very good at it. He was slow, didn't pay enough attention to detail. So they switched him over to bartending instead? Oh, no. Oh, boy. That day, I... I know that's not usually what happens. So that day I ran a bloody Mary to a table. And then a few minutes later, I heard one of our servers groaning as she's grabbing a glass (gasps) of milk for the same lady at the same table. I overhear. This is not right. It's too spicy. I thought to myself, yeah, right. Nobody's ever complained about our bloody Marys. Our mix is great. And she's being real high maintenance and extra. Well. A few more Bloody Marys were served and a few more customer complaints rolled in. Guests were in tears from these Bloody Marys. (laughs) And we realized our bartender had made a big mistake. Remember that hot sauce that we made in house from earlier? It's very tasty, but it is hot, H-O-T hot, so hot, That as part of service, I'm told to warn people when I give it to them so that they don't ruin their meal by using too much. So the color color of our hot sauce will vary depending on the color of the peppers that the kitchen uses. And this batch was a shade of red that some might liken to tomato juice. Oh, fudge. This hot sauce gets stored in the same 32 ounce tubs that we use to store Bloody Mary mix in, and labels can, you know, sometimes get ex- confusing. <laughs> especially for a newer employee who had a hard time focusing, as we've established. Okay, so apart from the taste, the only noticeable difference between our very nice and balanced Bloody Mary mix and our super killer hot habanero house hot sauce is that the hot sauce has some darker specks in it and an alarming, burning scent that overcomes your nose when you open up a (laughs) container of it. So our bartender had run out of Bloody Mary mix during this shift and hadn't been taught how to make more yet. He stumbled upon a tub of red liquid in the back, assumed it was Bloody Mary mix, and ended up preparing and serving at least three of these brutal concoctions of liquor and hot sauce over ice. (laughs) Somehow without noticing. (laughs) The poor guy, when he and our manager figured this out, he told her, you can fire me right here, right now, and I'll walk out. And she said, we can talk about it later, but no chance I'm having my bartender walk out in the middle of Sunday brunch. So I think he ended up making a few other oopsies aside from that major incident. Yeah, he's and probably like shaking. <laughs> no shit. And he's like, I didn't really see him on the schedule after that. The next day I was serving a table, asked me and they asked me if I could make their Bloody Mary spicy. And I replied, you have no idea. And I told them the story. Okay. So believe it or not, that's not the only time something like that's happened. We once had a food runner offer an older gentleman a little cup of hot sauce to go with his biscuit mistaking it for one of our house jams oh god oh god okay i hope you found this story as entertaining as our staff does thanks so much y'all have a great rest of your day charlie man <laughs> it's
1: fucking hilarious and also horrible horrible oh. It like, turns out you're taking the hot ones challenge today at brunch, guys. There are hidden cameras everywhere. I mean, I'm assuming the protocol for, like, storage has changed since this incident.
0: <laughs> or just, you know, making sure your employees can, like, read the tape. Yeah, just the you tape really the you know.
1: tape on the labeling thick on those those storage containers for everybody.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Aww, oh bless boy, his heart. I'm having, I'm like, just like massaging my throat as we speak, just having like, man, it has been a summer of reflux and you had some tum-tum disruption. Oh, girl,
1: it's still going. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. We're I, old. Yeah, it turns out you can't drink for nine days in a row without getting some sort of GERD or gastritis situation. Yeah.
0: It hurts. I, really, it's fine. I, I
1: haven't had coffee in two weeks. I haven't had booze in almost two weeks. It's, it's fine. I'm okay. I'm um, glad, I'm glad um, you're honestly, a little I'm, bit better. Yeah, I'm okay. You know, everybody's like, four hours before you go to bed. And I was like, I, I can't really, really do, do that. Do. Like,
0: It's, it's hard yeah. to
1: do. Yeah. Um, But anyway, back to back to this heartburn of a story Um, when she's like, oh, I saw like someone with a glass of milk. I was like, did somebody put shrimp in the milk? Like, I kind of thought maybe that's where it was going at first with the bartender. Hot sauce was there. But then it got me thinking when she was talking about the kitchen, having to like run the bacon and the shrimp up from the basement. All those fucking Bloody Marys you see that have like not only bacon and shrimp, but like cheeseburgers. (laughs) Like, little sliders attached to them. Like, how does the dance between the bar and the kitchen work on a Sunday brunch to make these monstrosities? I'm sure everybody's so pissed off about it. Everyone's
0: so pissed off about this Bloody Mary and, like, do they put a different person on the line to just man a tiny grill for little hamburgers? And one yeah, strip right? of bacon at a time. To me, it seems like you would batch it in advance, right? But that's I'm like, what
1: I would think too. You just have them like prepped and ready to roll because they don't need to be like hot. You no, know?
0: I, unless that's something they were offering, which is like, it's good, guys. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It can be room temp cold. It's yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, the slider, sure. I want that hot and I want them. I want to see someone actually making. The patty from scratch. I'm gonna need want- that steamy. I'm gonna need it steamy. <laughs> I want the bun toasted. Um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> ha- and how? Ha- right, like you're ordering your bloody mary, and they're like, "And how would you like your burger?" <laughs> you're like, "Medium rare, medium yeah, medium onions, rare, please." Um, yeah. Anyways. Just slap it on the butt and get it out here. Yikes! Um, uh, well, that was that was a refreshing a revisit of something we've missed very much. Y'all, I'm sure some wild stuff has happened to you this summer. So anything good, anything in the service sector, anything crazy, anything nuts, we love to hear from you. We've missed you. Send in those stories to where, Andrea? Uh, Sideworkpod at gmail.com. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe.
1: That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. All righty. Well, I thought we could just do a fun little catch-up on some headlines today, Brooke, since we're doing a little catch-up yeah, over the summer. These a were, lot's been happening, you know, from Ted happening. Cruz bashing baristas uh, that they're basically like broke losers with lots of student debt. Uh who- <laughs>
0: Ah, but please, uh, these people all have
1: to go. It's mm-hmm. it's so much. Yeah. How are you guys' fucking student loan reliefs feeling out there?
0: Yeah. Woot. Do you get
1: any relief, Brooke?
0: I, uh, mine, okay, so even though I don't have a college degree, which obviously makes my mom real pissed because we took out some loans,
1: mm-hmm. Uh,
0: we settled a long time ago. We kind of like found a way around it. There was only so much of a chunk left of it. And my mom was like so pissed and mad at me that I always made the payments late because it was reflecting on her credit that Uh she was just like, you owe me one and just like paid it off to be like get out of my life you know um yeah no (laughs) i know hey man you're not the only person in the world that this has happened to this is just life you know instead of getting a biden bailout i got uh i've pushed kathleen van poplin too far bailout and she was (laughs) like you will not ruin my credit a minute longer, you lazy, lazy monster. I so. call it like the like the the Van Poplin sweep, you know. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> and I and I, you
0: know what? And I I one hundred percent appreciate that. My mom's a baller. Like I said, these like this is the kind of woman I want to be. She's always got an extra like ten thousand like secret ten thousand thou, just stashed. Oh, dude, Sue Wallace there. is yep. like she got money everywhere. Like it's she's, all over the place. So mm-hmm. and I'm yeah, trying to, she flush. She yep.
1: flushed. She about to retire. And I'm like, you want to just start buying properties together in your retirement May have a new job? We'll see. Um, But anyways, yous- let's jump into our first headline. This one's from BuzzFeed. Uh, James Dunn, our good friend of the show, longtime running guest, sent me this guy Um, that this woman tried different hairstyles to see which one would make the best
0: tips. Yes. Yeah, so, right, so, like- yeah. You probably saw it on TikTok slash BuzzFeed. It kind of blew up because it's disturbing and true. Guys, take a drum roll. If you didn't see the article, drum roll, let's take a wild guess. What kind of hairstyle gets the most tips? Uh, pigtails
1: like you're a little girl. You yeah. Are, pigtails. So yeah. So waitress named Grace randomly decided to wear a pigtails one night at work. And she discovered upon doing it that she made way more tips than she ever had. So that, you know, she shared it on TikTok. It went viral. Um, and then basically everybody who started, like, getting on board. Um, and then another waitress named Bella Woodward tried it out and found out, yes, it is absolutely true. And then she went down in a little bit of a, like, you know, charted, like, uh, was, experiment.
0: social a, experiment, a run, if you will. Yes.
1: Yeah. To wear different hairstyles. Um, to see like how people would respond—regular pigtails, pigtails with braids, Dutch braids with like little buns. Um, and and it turns out, fucking, just regular old pigtails win the most tips out of all the hairstyles. Mostly men, obviously tipping her.
0: Interesting, right? Um, yeah, interesting is a way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's she's. Just the way that it brings unbridled um, creep out of the woodwork where then men take it as a signal to be like, hey, little girl, which is yeah. so it's just proves what we do know and what this like kind of like ugh, invasive. Problem in society that's been going on But like she's like yeah men constantly Coming up to me being like I really like Your hairstyle yeah. And you're like what fantasy Does this feed into Because I'm like could, Like or at least Could be like a uh, It's just, it's so weird and hard Because it's like listen It's affiliated with being a little girl
1: I know it's like an episode of euphoria That's like what it oh. gives
0: me the feels for It's a lot. Right. And you're sitting here going like this girl, first of all, is young as hell as is. Right. mm -hmm. Like she's young. She's pretty. She looks great. However, she styles her hair. But when you do that little, you know, flirty, fun two pigtails, pigtails, uh, pink lipstick
1: kind of, you know, it does. It gets uh,
0: it gets them old creeps all riled up. It, it, It gets their junk moving around in their high waisted dockers. Um, did did you like when you back, you know, did you, I mean, you did your hair
1: and it didn't look like shit, but did you, were you just like, yeah, it's up. I was like, yeah, my hair is up. I'm at work. You know, it was never like quaffed or done or specifically styled. I guess it was just always like in a ponytail or in a bun.
0: It like so much of, okay. Like working at like the job we worked at together. Right. You know, it didn't sell To me, the way some establishments are like, we want you to come in and ogle our beautiful staff and that's Mm -hmm. what we're selling and what have you. It was like Midwestern. It was like a bar and grill feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we happen to be cute, it's because we were young and 24. No, and and, our hair was like really thick and beautiful. (laughs) And it's just like we were just cute the way being stupid and young is cute. But I absolutely, barely pulled myself together other than to be like what's comfortable to wear to work because we didn't have uniforms at this uh-huh, place we were actually uh-huh. allowed to look like total shit um there was 100 no not even a um dress code like yeah we had bartenders and servers wear flip-flops which is a no huge i know no, it no. Was, it's yeah it was so gross not good <laughs> no, it's terrible 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 but uh it was probably like i always say like my last job in brooklyn especially Especially on a weekend shift I put on a cute dress that had pockets and would always try and make my hair and my whole appearance just look cute it felt good to look cute in that space um but it was for me I never felt like it just it was it was always couples coming in or families or or young couples with a with a uh, with a newborn it, it just I never felt like I went to work thinking if I look really pretty, it's going to work out for me.
1: Yeah. I guess if I was working like a Friday night shift, sometimes I would like put lipstick on or something. I don't, I always felt
0: like as a bartender, I'd want to look smoking hot, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. No, for sure. You do then. I always, always like, you know, wear like a muscle t-shirt and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But hair, just never, I was like, yep, it's up. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> oh,
0: I think my the owner of my restaurant would have marched me into the bathroom and taken my pigtails out and been like, who do you think you are right now? Yeah, right. She, she would That's have been a- like, You are so trashy. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: I would just like a look like a fat toddler with pigtails, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I would be <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Did I did I do that? Um, oh, did kinda, I just you know, give everybody hot sauce instead of buddy <laughs> milk? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm and just then, a big toddler.
1: And then I shit my pants like toddlers. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Ah. it's ah, a good one. Um, but yeah, this is such an interesting experiment. I want more of them. We should like we should do what else could we do? But or we'll look to see if there's anything else there, out there. But I thought it was super, super fun. You are sick. This next headline, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, um, is coming to us out from... Uh, Scranton! Thank you. Scranton, Pennsylvania,
0: Joe Biden's mm-hmm. hometown. It's really leaning, and
1: real Biden-y. Dark uh, brand hometown. Okay, so earlier this summer... Um, a waitress received a tip at Alfredo's Pizza in Scranton for $3,000, okay? Um, So it was... Basically, a person who said it was for a group um, that was called Tips for Jesus. Sure. Um, the guy who left it were like, oh, it's this thing that we do. Social um, media. We're just, we, we just, just love like, we just you Lord. guys have heard the fucking story. They're like, oh, we all like came together and you're getting this big tip. And there's nothing wrong with it, like, per se, but it's like for a show. We've talked about that for
0: before we talked it's like, about it and like yeah, people fucking record ago. it
1: and like the server is just you, you know it's like they do
0: it for the praise that's um, a little bit it's a little bit like um we could use a few more tiers for social so if you could be a little more grateful you slob um yeah it's just it's about their video yeah more than it is about you know the server it, there's no there's no comment on it. it's like like this is fucked oh god don't get me going whatever. i know anyways okay I know. So anyway, okay. this, this is a bad twist on that story. So the managers at Alfredo
1: said they didn't think it was real because when the credit card charge went through, um, th- this guy, Eric Smith is his name, he was like, no, he
0: disputed the charge. But he disputed it months later. Mm-hmm. He let it go through to let them all believe he was a nice, friendly guy. Mm-hmm. And then he went to his credit card company and was like, I made a big mistake. Yeah, and then- uh, yeah.
1: Disputed it, and then now with their restaurant is like basically they already paid out the server the three thousand right. right. dollars, and so they like can't get it back. But this should all like go through insurance and stuff anyway. But it's just fucking totally horrible that you would regret this like decision. And like, did somebody get mad? Me- it's all crazy. This is a crazy story that somebody well- would do this.
0: It's just someone, like, like. there's more to it. And this guy doesn't want, this guy, Eric, whatever his name is, doesn't... Eric Smith. Oh, what a Eric's fun, myth. generic, probably not made-up name. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't really want to be available to talk to anyone about it. Like, this publication, the news was trying to get a hold of him, and he was just like, I might be able to talk to you at a later date, but refuses mm-hmm. to talk to the restaurant. And there's just something going on where... It, I'm like, did he have to offload $3,000 because like the mob was like, what's going on? Yeah, I
1: know. It's super weird. He was like chatting with him on Facebook and then he just like ghosted everybody. But now Alfredo's is like, we're going to take you to court
0: over this. As you should. Mm-hmm. At months after the fact, you're like, that tip was accidental. And it's just like, you probably have a gambling problem and went and lost your shirt at the casino and you're like how could I get some money back and you're like I'll take it back from the server because they don't deserve nice things
1: yeah I mean I don't know what kind of they're saying it could be like kind of a scam too but I'm just like why would it be
0: yeah why what
1: kind of scam would it be it's not because
0: all you're doing is you're giving away money and then getting it back right you're just Like, like
1: not paying for the tip so it's like if you're just like oh, I'm going to go, I have a big scam. I'm going to go like make sure ter- servers get amazing tips and then
0: dispute them. Yeah, I don't know how that works out for anyone.
1: I think your regret—you just have like a weird regret—and you're a total tool. I don't know. I don't understand it. Yeah, but this, Eric this story Smith. Is,
0: I hope it, you're out there listening, Eric Smith.
1: I don't think Eric Smith's out there listening
0: (laughs) at all. And look, this is
1: free reign. I just, you know, I found this story on the internet. I can, I can talk about whatever.
0: (laughs) Eric Smith from Scranton. Uh, PA.
1: Fucked up shit happens in Scranton, you know. Um, but anyway, yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a follow up to that story. But I thought it was uh, oh fucking stupid. I mean, I know that's just insane. I mean, people dispute shit like that all the time because they're like,
0: I don't want to tip or pay for anything. But that is a oh boy,
1: oh boy, what a chestnut.
0: if if this rings a bell if if this has happened at your restaurant, let us know. Like, let's scoop it. Let's get to the bottom of it. Let's expose this fraud.
1: You suck. Let's jump into this last story. This one's from Food and Wine. And Food and Wine's doing like, And this expose that I just like put my eyes on, not really expose, but it's ongoing, like little segment from the food and wine pro on like basically schooling people on how to behave in restaurants.
0: It's Um, gorgeous here and there. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I thought this was a really fun article. I agreed with everything. Yeah. And uh, let's go. Let's go through uh, this article together. The title is, are you being rude to your server without realizing it? I mean, probably
1: if someone has to ask you that question, (laughs) but you might not even know that you're making faux pas, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, basically saying like, we try to like go through our whole life without offending others. Um, But when it comes to the service industry and our servers, we might not, you know, we might not treat them as like we would regular people, other people in our lives. Well,
0: people walk in with a lot of assumptions baked in Mm -hmm. about you as a server so here's the first one which is a big faux pas and they say don't assume your server does something other than wait tables for a living because plenty of people make careers out of it and are very happy and well off doing this you know don't be like oh so what are you going to you must be going to school or like what's your real job don't Don't say that.
1: Yeah. Which we have talked about several times. Mm -hmm. I feel very justified in this article. Um, The next one is no one knows the menu better than your server. And that's a fact. We fucking know it inside and out. I mean, I hope we do. I certainly always did. Um, Because I listened. we're, We're grilled on it all the time, you know. Right.
0: That's just it. Sure. Maybe one of my first fancy restaurant jobs at Sullivan Steakhouse down in the loop of downtown Chicago. Fuck no. I didn't learn anything. I didn't care. I wasn't interested. I got taken off the floor. But as I graduated into caring far more at other restaurants, of course, like it was a family. We ate things off the line. We taste everything. Yeah, absolutely. You know what's going to be the most popular
1: menu item. You know what's going to be, like, the fucking secret, like, gem that you, everybody should order and have on their table. Like, obviously, trust your server to uh, say that they know what they're doing.
0: Because you know what? And even, like, I, I, we have a friend uh, who does, she crowdsources for a lot of opinions. And so then someone will take the time to explain something, especially, like, a server being like, well, this is our most popular and, and you know, this is really good and it's my favorite. And it's not by choice, but not only does she not take the suggestion, she'll sometimes also make a face like what you like is gross and then (laughs) goes with what she was going to 100 percent order the whole time. So it's like if you're going to ask the question, you got to ride the ride.
1: Yeah be, man Be polite
0: Listen Pretend like you'll consider it
1: Absolutely I, That's a That's fucked up But so many people Like like that's just how They they work anyway but Don't like, be no a fucking
0: what. baby Just mm-hmm. be like Oh nothing Get mm-hmm. me on go with you Boring chicken Alright This one Andrea This one Was like Bravo the food best. and wine Take it away Oh A table isn't your trash bin Uh I'm just sliding around my seat in my own juices right now. <laughs> uh, Get them food and wine. Get them. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Obviously, if you leave a couple of things on your table, fine. But uh, don't clean out your goddamn purse at the goddamn table. We've had several server submitted stories about this. Wasn't there like a piece of <laughs> rotten food? A, that, like, a, ro- a rotten sausage, there? and there was no <laughs> sausage on the menu. <laughs> I mean, don't leave your fucking
0: gross tissues. You blow your snot into. How about Noah pick up how about none of your insulin syringes um how about broken glass that's yeah. probably a no-no yeah. don't leave not your old N95 masks can you put bu-
1: the sheer amount of left behind masks that serve- the service industry has
0: to deal with can you I, can- I can't even imagine I can't imagine cuz I would never leave I have mine on my face Thank you very much. You need to much. get like your
1: little antenna to bring out to like pick it up.
0: Your little pocket antenna. <laughs> it's, but right, you know, and here's the rule. Okay, fine. You, like your straw wrapper, maybe you put a piece of gum in your mouth at the sure. end of the meal. Like, t- like tiny little understandable pieces of refuse. It's, we're talking about when someone's like, oh, I'm just going to clean out my tote bag right now. And I was just at the beach you know, and there's just like a table filled with sand, like fucking rocks and shells. Like, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. I can't. We are yeah. not refuse and garbage and sanitation collectors. Mm-hmm. Why would you create multiple trips? I know. Back and forth for us to. It's like, wow. Um, yeah. I think a good point they brought up was when someone has like a big nutty birthday party and they're opening Mm -hmm. presents at a table which again I hate all of that um I hope you rented the space for a private situation otherwise you take that shit out of there yourself there's got to be the one person in charge who's got the big gift bag who smashes everything in there yeah either ask someone if they could get rid of it for you or you or bring your goddamn
1: fucking trash sack that's what I vote
0: Mm-hmm. I am not hired to clean up after your birthday party present no. opening ceremony. That oh, or there's people no tip who come for.
1: in, and oh god, I know, I, I want this gets me going too. They're like, can we put confetti all over the table? No, no, um, yeah. Um, next one, Brooke. Mm-hmm. Personal space is personal space. It is. I think. Mm-hmm. Period.
0: <laughs> Don't S- fucking touch your server. Yep. For any reason. Uh more women grab me than men. It's maybe because I don't wear pigtails, so I have less men grab grabbing me. But I've had just so many ornery, very brazen older women who cling to my arm and have like pulled me backwards. I've had people grab the bottom of my apron to be like, "Get back here, you!" Mm-hmm. Like I'm a, like I'm a dessert cart that just rolled past too fast, you know? Like yeah what the fuck I'm a person I don't touch you I never like maybe 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 I would do like like if there was really good rapport maybe there'd be like a like a light joke like of like a hand like barely a hand on a shoulder of someone who was joking but like as like a tiny joke only if it was established we've been having a good time
1: absolutely and until that there's there's a rule that you should shake hands with your server after your meal's done which is not a bad thing Stay away from them. I was just thinking I was like, oh, I touch people and not like all my clients. now, but like that's what I do. I touch them for an hour. And when they leave, they I, are,
0: like, I pay I you to touch and me, Andrea. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's different now. Um, but yeah, don't touch your servers and bartenders. A, su- a sweet
0: old lady is allowed to grab my face and kiss me on my lips. That's Aww. all right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, then
1: she turns to be like the old lady from X. Did you see the movie X? All right, never mind. You won't get it. You'll get it when you see it. But lots of people are laughing so
0: hard right now. Uh, (laughs) What's the next one? You take it. The final one on Food & Wine's list of ways not to be rude to your service staff is eye contact, people. It's not too much. It's just enough. But also the complete lack of eye contact is rude as fuck, Mm y'all. Mm -hmm. The not looking up from your menu at all or looking up from your phone to acknowledge a human is addressing you. Yeah. We can do better. We can do better folks. I
1: agree. I agree. So hard. Even like when I'm even in a world of N95s, you should be making eye contact even harder these days when you have to be masked. I'm always like, Hi, making eye contact. I fucking smise so hard now.
0: I'm kind of curious what my like aggressive mask face, you know, because I'm never there to see it. My eyes just get really big and I start shaking yeah, my head up like, and down really mm-hmm, hard. Mm, Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you know? know, I know, I know. But I know I'm doing my best to just convey politely. So there's like that obstacle, right? You know, and then there is like, No mask on, whatever. People who are just like, yeah, I'm just going to scroll through Tinder right now while I tell you I want a steak. Um, sir... I'm going to smash your phone. I know, just wall. be like, a
1: human being amongst other human beings and just do the human being work.
0: Do the human being thing, you know? And just work on it in general. I am I am a big advocate for greeting anyone I walk by on the sidewalk. Granted, if it was New York City, that'd be crazy. Don't do yeah. that. You're going to be But in my neighborhood or when I'm strolling around, oh, I always I say I fucking good love morning.
1: saying good morning to people. Are you me kidding too. me? I love it. Always like, yeah, so if I'm out, if I'm out in the morning, I don't know. I love it. And maybe that's the service industry lifer in me, you know? And I think it is. It really is just like, it's good to be around people. So when you choose to be around people, fucking like we said before, participate in the activity.
0: Mic drop. Oh boy. Oh boy. Mic drop right there. One of those mic drop Bloody Marys. Mic drop Bloody Mary. <laughs> the, re- the real version of it sounds lovely.
1: I know. I love a bloody. I just can't have a bloody. Oh, that's off the menu for that's you. That's like for all a the things. Bit. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm like not doing any nightshades or citrus or acids or coffee or. It's okay. I'll be okay. I've You'll... had all that most of my life and <laughs> it's okay with a little, you know. With some good stuff, and I'm getting back into acupuncture. It'll be, we'll get right as rain pretty soon. But really, I'm glad really we're okay. back. Me too. Boy, oh boy,
0: how I, fun. I missed it, but it, I, I won't lie, it felt good uh, to have a break so that we could feel really excited about coming back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, send those dang server-submitted stories our way, guys. You know, whatever kind of service-submitted service, service submitted stories. How what? service industry submitted stories? Service retail. Come on. Retail
0: tales. Retail. Come on. <laughs> come on. That's Kim does that man. sound like a whimper? We're we're like cajoling you. We're like yeah. we just we're just a
1: call. Come on. We're peer come
0: pressuring man. you.
1: <laughs> I don't uh, whimper. Well, gosh, Brooke, until next week, you know, what we say at the end of every episode.
0: Godspeed. And good tips. We love you. Hope you had a good summer, everybody. Good to be back. See you later. Bye.